Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. Oh, yeah. Very, very special time of week on the Green Light On podcast. It's when two punters in very, very good form. Two tipsters come together. They aim at tipping the card. I speak of myself. And, yes, I'm saying I'm in good form. It was a ripper last Thursday night. And a man who is always in form is my co-host, Jason Adams, who's on the line, raring to go. Race and Jace, how are you, buddy? I'm well, thanks, Jim. And, geez, tipping the car, the old famous unicorn, wouldn't that be something? But um, great to be back, mate. It's a really good time of year. I mean, we're building up to some exciting racing. It's footy finals, and now mobs are cutting loose at the moment. They meet on Saturday, so a uh, good time to be alive. I know you're pretty keen on that uh, potentially happening, mate, the Mighty Magpies v the Swannies. Uh, without going into too much detail, mate, are you confident going in as a Sydney Swan? Somewhat confident, but... $3 for Collingwood's over the odds. I mm. think that's a bit rude towards how good they are. But, um, yeah, quietly, mate, but certainly not have an expectation going in. I tell you what, the uh, the Magpies just remind me of the Bulldogs a few years ago when they come from nowhere to win the flag. Mm. It's that, that, that flourishing football. It's so good to watch. Always gamble responsibly if you are. But race and Jace, the reason I say we're a chance of tipping the card is because it was two weeks ago you tipped about seven or eight out of 12. And then last week I took the reins solo and tipped, I think it was seven or eight out of 12. So 16 winners out of the last 24 at Sandown on Thursday night isn't a bad uh, a bad way to go, is it? It's good going. Form's up. So hopefully we uh, carry that momentum of your pies, Jim, and, and fire away again this week. Run of the week. Run over the week time, and oh, I was sitting there last week. I was having a little punt. Don't always have a play, but uh, last week I was having a little bit of a punt, and I thought all spritzed up is going to win this race. It was race 11 last Thursday night at Sandown Park. Solace was a big danger. All spritzed up met trouble a few times in the run, running into Solace, the Thompson runner, and was still able to forge clear. This is how he went about it last week, all spritzed up. Now, he's going to be a potential star. This was a massive win. Have a listen. Ready? Racing. Solace began well. Beat out all spritzed up on its inside. And Blazing Times gets across to third. On the inside was Moth Rocks. Further back to Reinforcements Deep and Majestic J. Last Rapid Voyage. Down the back. Solace leads. But on the inside was all spritzed up trying to go with it. But just got a slight bump. Third was Blazing Times. Off the track was Moth Rocks. And then came Majestic J. Solace is away from the rail. All spritzed up has charged through. Raced away and opened up. All spritzed up. Too good. Second and in Solace, third close, blazing... I don't know, Jace. it was just because we were having a picnic of a night and that just added to the collection, but was that as big a run as I thought it was? It was a Harrow track, 29.72, the time stood up and he had to have lost three or four lengths in the run. I thought it was a substantially good performance. Absolutely, yeah, top effort. I mean, the step up to 600 metres so soon, goes so well then, drop back to 500 metres. We always knew he was going to be strong, but... He didn't sort of run like a stay. It was more so just a, a real strong sprinter. So he's a star talent. And as far as I'm aware, possibly heading to a, a new kennel, still owned by Scott James, but um, maybe moving on for uh, for bigger and better opportunity. But we'll see how that plays out. Interesting, mate. It's very, very interesting. I'm just having a look at the head-on replay now as we chat uh, down the back straight. And he was almost turned sideways. So very, very big performance. And, and he could be a contender on the group stage moving forward. No two ways about that. Thursday's preview. 
preview time now. Sandown Park, the pressure's on, Jace. We've already promised that we're going to tip 12 winners. Uh, gamble responsibly. Probably won't happen. More than most likely won't happen, Jace, will it? No, no. <laughs> odds are fairly against us, I think, Jim. I don't want punters listening to the podcast for the first time going, well, these boys are good. They're going to tip 12 Yeah, listen to these Muppets. <laughs> yes, that's it. But no, we are in good form and we all know, though, gamble responsibly can turn uh, either way very, very quickly as a punter. Uh, 12 races on the card. First one kicks off at 10 past six. I, I love this little early start time. How, how much longer has it got, mate, before it does go back to seven? for the? Is that for summer or is it late spring? Well, it's funny you say that because it's usually Thursday week, which is usually the Thursday before the grand final. But having a look at the schedule early in the week, it's still got 6 o'clock. So I'm not going to say a word and hopefully that maintains <laughs> because I, I love it as well. Oh, mate, early bedtime. Nothing beats it, that's for sure. And the early start, I think, is good too. That the, the, the punters are in the pub on the way home and they can have a have a little bit of a flutter. What about race one? How do we play it? I'm with number one, Rosario Bale. I just thought... Uh, if this greyhound can hold the rail, sit even leaders back behind the pace of only saying, I think the 34.78 win at the Meadows three starts ago, yeah, she may not have the speed to go through and lead, but I think if she can hold the inside, she's a massive contender here. But I think built different was eye-catching last week. Yeah, other end of the draw for me, number eight, built different. I thought he was good last week. And to be honest, I've got no idea how he gets into the race, but he's got a lot of talent, a lot of strength. So that's why I went with him. Yeah, I can see why he caught the eye last week. And as we said, Harrow track and the time was solid. Race number two, uh, I'm not looking too far down the form guide to kick it off. Uh, I'm with number one, Motive. Interesting to see how number two goes. Aston Calcara, our special guest on this pod is Dustin Drew. So hang five, uh, race and Jason will be able to find out how his few runners are going to go, especially this one in particular, Aston Calcara, who does look very strong. But I'm sticking with the red Motive. Yeah, can't disagree. Strong type, obviously. The combination of Bacilli, Thompson, Box One, mm. Councillor Plenty. So I'm with him. Yeah, it's a, it's a good combination. Uh, race number three. I'm, again, not going far down the form guide. My first three races, my first three tips are all wearing the red rug. So I could look like a genius. I could look very silly after three, but I think Zohar Bale's going to be too good here. I'll be Bailey Bear. I think he's got plenty of ability, obviously. Started off his career with a, a fair bit of attention surrounding him, but I thought he was good on Sunday. And, Hopefully you can back it up here. So number five. Race four, six greyhounds contesting a mix four and five over the 7.15. I'm going Bex Minnelli. I just think the class runner in this field. It's a pretty intriguing one, though. I think the yellow will lead. Yeah, I'm not sure you could rule out any of these. I'll be with Golden Ratio. Good to see her back over 700 metres. And I just thought uh, she's just going to be running all day. So if the conditions are ordinary of of any type, if there's a bit of rain, then she's going to keep coming. So... Um, yeah, open race, but I went with her. Yeah, fourth in a group three last time she was over the 700. So if you look at that, she's very, very well graded to go around in this at $8, according to the watchdog. Race five, again, I'm with the inside Lady Dior. She was impressive last time at the Meadows and hasn't hasn't had really good box draws, Jace, but has been finding a way to, to get into the races. Uh, three of the last four starts from either five, six and seven and one, two of those races. So uh, a bit easier from box number one, I feel here. For sure, and there's not a stack of pressure towards her immediate outside, and she accelerates quite well. So as long as she gets away cleanly, I think she can take advantage of the draw too. All I hear from you, Jace, is dookie devil this, dookie devil that, to the point that I'm jumping on the uh, the ship and hopefully it doesn't sink this week. Uh, this dog's been flying without winning those last two at Sandown Park behind Manila Dusk. Again, might need a little bit of luck, but has got early speed. So if he can jump and run, he is going to take a whole lot of stitching here. And tell me, mate, you haven't jumped off. Oh, jeez. How do I handle this? 
I'm with Untapped, number four. Jace, Obviously, <laughs> returning the racing, I just thought if she just steered to the front, I'd look mm. at myself and go, oh, of course that was going to happen. So, yeah, biggest fan of, of Dookie Jebel as there is, and he'll be massive, win, lose, or draw. But I just went with the class of Untapped. Gee, that was the only reason I jumped on Dookie. I thought we uh, we could go together, mate, and enjoy race number six. But no, Untapped, first run back at Sandown as well since she claimed the Sandown Cup. So it's not a... Not a bad hunting ground for her, that's for sure. Race seven again on with box number one. How many ones are going to win on uh, Thursday night? Let's hope a whole heap. I think Inner Blue was big last week. Has the speed to lead, lead clearly in this, but the concern is there's three or four in this race that are a lot stronger than Inner Blue, so we're going to need a good break. Yeah, I'm with the red as well, and I'm marking him my best of the night. Ooh. There's just been a couple of races recently where he's shown a, a lot of pace and uh, better classier dogs that has gotten the better of him, but... Um, I don't see there's too many here. So if he's able to show that same sort of pace out in front, I'm very nervous of Amnesty. Um, but I think Inner Blue is going to be my best of the program. I'm just nervous whoever gets behind him because he went 29.42 two starts ago, 5.05 early. I mean, if he runs that, he is going to take a whole lot of beating. But if Amnesty, if Graceland Bale, if Keane, if Grace in shock or anywhere mm. to be seen, it's going to be scary viewing. But let's hope that's not the case and the red is off and gone. Race 8, this is becoming a joke. I'm with number 1 again, Fernando Mick. I, I know he's probably better drawn when he can use a bit of the track, but from box 1, if he steps, Jace, he's going to impede the other runners as he pushes away from the rail. Therefore, they're going to stun their momentum, and I think from the inside, he's going to be too good. And interestingly enough, he's got pretty good stats when he does draw inside, and we saw that last week. Yeah, he's good, and he will want to get to that middle part of the track, as we know. I, I don't know, I just... With him, is I don't have a stack of reliability. I find him a little bit hard to catch. I got him last week, but I ended up going with number two, Warfy. I think he's got the second half of the front uh, the front straight early on. He's got great acceleration. So uh, loved his run last time as at Sandown, and I think he can go well here too. One thing I will say, Dave Gill is the master of getting the show early speed. And you look at Fernando Mix last four. The Meadows 502 to the first peg, the Meadows 506 to the first peg, and then Sandown 512 and then 506 last week on a Harrow track. So he's going as well as ever. It's going to be an interesting race. Uh, even Jebediah, who caused a massive upset running down my Neo, who looked home last week, is a bit of a player here. Race nine, I'm finally getting away from box number one. I'm going five, Garrett. Uh, this greyhound has literally grown a leg in the last month or so. Uh, 22-25 win at Terrelgan, three starts ago is good but then went 19.41 over the short and then made the step up to 500 and set the track alight, defeating a good one, Madigan, who it comes up against here in the Terrellgan to Sandown final. But clearly the quickest qualifier, Jason. On that form, uh, the last four starts have been electric. I think Garrett's going to be hard to beat. There's a different dynamic going from Heath at Terrellgan to, to Sandown, but I do like it. And there's plenty of fast dogs here. I went with High Tribe Week, Rico. It's just been a regular at the track, and I think he's drawn well. So number two for me. Yeah, the, the track advantage could be the difference there, if anything. Race 10, I'm pretty keen here on number one, Noah Charles. I just think he's down a little bit in class. You go through his last few runs, he's been with My Neo, Warfy, Vader, Bale, Zippy, Tesla and Fernando Mix. So uh, he's been competitive in those runs too, Jace. So I think Noah Charles, uh, I'm pretty keen on him here. Race 10, box number one. Each way he's marked $8 in the form guide. Well, the name is the, the green lot on podcast. And uh, for that one, I'll be with... Number six is Solace. So that is good last week. Good acceleration. So hopefully a, a better result uh, than last week. Obviously run down by all spritzed up. 
Tell you what, what do you make of this 11th race, Jace? Because Commander Tommy was just explosive last time at the Meadows. 29 and 70, he recorded. Set the track alight. He wanted to veer up the track early. Draws box seven, but he is going to have pressure on his outside. Ferocious Kate, he's got early speed. So I'm not sure he's going to handle that pressure from his outside that well. And that was why I went with the Red, who's just got the good form at the moment at Hanariko. But I'm intrigued to see what this boy in box seven can do. Yeah, well, this is obviously a test, and going through this race myself, I started off with the red at Hana Rico, thought great run last week, but then got down the commander Tommy twenty nine seventy at the Meadows. Um, oh yeah, I don't, I don't have a, a strong enough argument against him not to go with him, so I'll be with him. Can I break the rules here? I'm going to jump ship. I've, I've tipped the red initially. You never, ever want to jump off his selection. But the way I'm looking at this race, I, I'm concerned that Commander Tommy's going to bump with Ferocious Katie. But let's say that doesn't happen. The eight crosses to lead and Commander Tommy can just push straight to the outside because the pink's an explosive sprinter. Um, I think Commander Tommy might just get the, 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 the card across, I guess you could say, tracking the pink. So I'm going to jump off the red, Jace, and I'm going to go Commander Tommy number seven. I'm going to regret that, I reckon, at 9.43 on Thursday night. Race 12, something that I won't regret is tipping Aston Marvel each way. Drawn box number five, the Drew Kennel with two in the race, the five and the seven. We're going to have Dusty on in just a moment. But I like this dog, Aston Marvel. He, he plays on luck, but I think he's the best dog in this race. Yeah, well, both of, of Dustin's from the Drew camp here, they, uh, they lack a bit of pace, so they're clearly strong. Mm. So it's going to be an exciting run. I went with Kai Bale, number eight. I'd didn't really know where to look here, but I thought the strength with not a lot of speed at all on his inside with those two Drew runners that uh, so far haven't shown a lot of pace. I thought he might be able to get himself in a better spot than normal, and he's got plenty of strength himself. So number eight for me in the last. Hunters Punting Club. The magnificent sound of the punters punting club. A uh, bit unlucky last week. We're willing to bounce back here. Race 10, I'm going to go Noah Charles. $10 a win, $40 the place on race 10. Box number one. Simple as that, Jace. Always gamble responsibly. What are you doing, mate? Punters punting club. Well, more than happy to throw around the pineapple recently. So race mm. seven, number one, in a blue, straight on the nose. So hopefully with Ooh. that pace he's got in those outside of him, not with stacks, he can find himself with a race-winning break. So race seven, number one. You'll be sitting up in the grandstand pulling the whip late, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be uh, eyes firmly focused, Jim. Don't worry about that. Green light on. Premier Racing quiz time. Well, something we haven't done for a little bit on the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast is the great Green Light on Premier Racing podcast quiz. And Jason Adams, you're ready to go. We've got three questions, three simple questions, more for the punters at home, but uh, you can say your buzzer, Jason, and have a go as well. Question number one, GRV recently took a handshake deal with a very, very big uh, corporate bookmaker uh, heading forward. It's exciting times for Greyhound Racing in Victoria. Who was that corporate bookmaker? The boys in blue, sports bet. Correct. A big tick, just like the sports bet logo. Question number two. Uh, we did a bonus episode on the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast this week, Jace. It was on the Hillsville Cup. Question two is who won the Hillsville Cup? Sacred Stance. Oh, you're on fire racing, Jason. Have a listen to this. Clap, clap, clap. Question number three. I found Sorry this Sorry, the goose is these are. I hope we pick up here in oh, question three. Question three is a tricky one. It's a multiple choice, and you know when it's multiple choice, it's going to be very, very hard. How many one 100s were there between the whole Hillsville Cup field at the first section? That's a good question, James. Very, very good question. Was it A, five one hundredths? Was it B, seven one hundredths? Was it C, ten one hundredths? Or was it D, 
14 one hundredths. And roughly, sixth one hundredth is a length. <laughs> what do you got for me, Jace? I'll go with 10. Incorrect. It was seven mm. one hundredths between the whole field at the first section, which is roughly a tick over a length. So it was a terrific race, obviously won by Sacred Stance. Quinlan Bar was enormous, but what a what a great week of racing it's been, mate. We look forward to Thursday. Terrific on the quiz. You got two out of three. And, you know, my mate Meatloaf once said that two out of three ain't bad. Jason, well done. Ain't too bad, Jim, yet. Well, uh, I was watching that Hillsville Cup and you sort of saw him halfway up the straight. I thought anyone can win yeah. this, but... Obviously, you had the best view in the house and a top win from Sacred Stance. I'm a really big fan of Hillsville Racing. I've actually got my guitar on me here, Jace, so I'm going to try and play you a bit of a tune. I've just been doing something a little bit differently. I'm not sure if this will pick up on the, the microphone, but can you hear that? Yeah. I'm trying to get better at it. So if anyone has got tips for me on guitar, just uh, message the team at grv.org.au. I'm going to change the note here. Hear that? Got some work to do, Jay. It's been a pleasure, mate. <laughs> Cheers, Jim. And best of luck to the Vicks at Wentworth Park Friday night too. Fingers crossed yeah. for all of them. Million dollar chase time, mate. We'll be cheering. Enjoy. Cheers, mate. Inside Info. Inside Info. Sandown Park Thursday night. And a man who's had decent success at Sandown Park, let's say, is Dustin Drew. He happened to win the Sandown Cup just after he came on the podcast. Dusty... Do you want to thank the podcast, mate, for the good luck? Yeah, well, just second time lucky, I hope. Well, let's hope so, mate. You've got a, a, a plethora of runners in at uh, Sandown this Thursday night. You've got four in. But before we get to that, can you explain that night, Sandown Cup night with uh, with Untapped? Yeah, just um, I think it was a reward for a lot of hard work. You know, you put your, every greyhound training, you put a lot of work in and Sometimes you get home, they go like a busted ass, and get home at two in the morning and think, "Why do we do it?" And then have a night like that. It um, yeah, puts everything into perspective, I guess. And yeah, no, just reward for a lot of hard work. I think. Yeah, mate, I, I completely can understand that. We we obviously had a, a nice little win recently, myself and the wife yep. in the members' trophy race, and. As soon as they crossed the line, I wasn't calling the race. I was lucky enough to handle. And um, yep. when they crossed the line, mate, I just couldn't control myself. Like I was, yep. I was doing the Jack Ginnivan sort of fist pumps, and I just, I just went bananas. Did you have any of that activity after the Sandown Nothing. Cup final? No, 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 no. I'm pretty, pretty measured behind the boxes. I don't yeah. really sort of, you know, you see some people that get pretty excited, and that's fine. You know, I think, you know, yeah. As I know, and you, you know, you see a lot of people put a lot of hard work in, and whether it's a maiden at Warrnambool or a group one at Sandown, it's, uh, yeah, it's rewarding, I think. And, I, um, yeah, I, I, I try and be very measured, and normally I am, and I, I actually apologise to everyone in the race, post-race, but it was it was just that that feeling, I guess, of, as you say, that, that work that's gone in unpaid yep. for such a long period of time, and yep. then when you're set for something and it lands, there's just no better feeling. No, there's not, no, no, and it's... I suppose we're a bit different to whether, you know, Jason and Siona or, you know, Jeff and Angela, you know, they've, you know, constantly got just super dogs and in good races all the time. And probably for someone like me that, you know, I've been lucky enough to have some handy dogs, but you get dogs in a row and when you actually win one, it's sort of, I think you're a bit gobsmacked more than anything. And no doubt, mate, uh, to touch on the Sandown Cup, recently your, your father passed away. He was... Yep. An absolute legend, and mate, I, I'll never forget the days that I used to go down to Warrnambool and always have a a good chat with a great man. It, it must have just been special to win that cup in that yep. time. 
yeah, it, it was it was funny because she dad passed away. It's nearly twelve months this October, so it's times just just flown. And um, you think to yourself, you know, back then, like she raced in the in the bowl trace. Mm. You know, she I think she ran in a sale cup. You know, the summer cup in Sydney and. And I think there's another race there. It might have been the Superstars, the one there at the Meadows. And, you know, and I was thinking to myself, jeez, I don't know if I'll ever get the chance. You know, you're hoping to win one, you know, in the back of your mind for Dad. And, um, yeah, no, just huge thrill. And, you know, he'd be, you know, super proud of what not just me, but the whole family had done, you know. 100% 100% mate he'd be he'd be very proud what about uh, Thursday night let's swing our attention to the future you've yep. got the greyhound by the name of Aston Calcara who was absolutely enormous in defeat at Warnable last start won the, the Vic Breeders final defeating a, a really good one Dundee Smokey he looks to be a, a pretty improving type Aston Calcara how do you how do you see his chances there in race number two yeah pretty good he's um you know he's, he's pretty smart um he's like a young dog you know with I guess our dogs, you know, I sort of, you know, started in the country and, you know, I, but, you know, I've got an opinion of him. That's why he's going to Melbourne and he's had a couple of trials around there and he's, he's gone good. Um, but, you know, I think he's a dog that, you know, I think give him eight or ten starts, I think, mm. he, you know, he's going, he's going to be a pretty fair dog. I think when he shows that early pace that he, he seems to have but doesn't always show, he's going to be a really nice type. Are you confident you can beat the red? Because I, I did the form and I thought it's a race between the one and the two. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Any time you go to Melbourne and run into the Thompsons, they're just so hard to beat. You know, I've got mm. great respect for Jason and Siona and the whole family. So, you know, they're, they're outstanding trainers. So, um, But this dog, I'm telling you, he's pretty smart. What about race six? Greyhound goes okay, untapped. Last time you are on the podcast, mate, you gave probably the biggest push to, to any Greyhound that I've just about ever heard on, on the podcast, mentioning how quick she was trialling. Yep. Uh, the punters would have no doubt jumped on to every bet they possibly could have, and, and she was absolutely flying. She's first up for, what is it, almost three months. How, how do you think yep. she's trekking coming back this time for the first up? Yeah, yeah. look, she's, she's all, my honest opinion is she's going better. This is the best she's ever gone. Now, yep, you know, and her last her last six weeks of you know she's she's broke twenty two at Warrnambool. She's I think she ran twenty five oh seven in a trial there. Wow, um, a couple of weeks ago, and she's gone around sand down, and I think she might have ran home in about ten fourteen or ten fifteen or something. So she's she's going super. You know, I wanted to go to Sydney for the Sydney Cup, and just everything sort of. Just fell short, you know, with the weather, you know, being pretty ordinary and missing a couple of runs. And she actually got operated on. She got a foot cut open in that four-dog race in Brisbane. Mm. And it's just everything being so wet. It's just taken a long time to heal. And um, you wouldn't believe it. We actually used Manuka honey. Yes. In, into the into this cut. Like she had half a dozen stitches into her. And, yeah, an old couple of old-timers mentioned it and, yeah, it's, yeah, it worked. I was a bit gobsmacked, but it, yeah, it bloody worked. And, I um, um, I get a little cut sometimes on my finger, and that's what I use, Manuka honey. Yeah, they reckon it can yeah. fix just about anything. Yeah, yeah. I was sort of when the bloke told me, I sort of thought he was taking the piss, and, <laughs> and um, yeah, but yeah, it's worked. But you know, yeah, it just took longer to heal, and you know, with a dog like her, she's really hard to place because she's a great three dog everywhere. Mm. So, you know, apart from Sandown, but, you know, the, the only thing I've got against her is box four on a Ben Star. Yeah. 
Well, I'm going to tell you something, Drewy. I thought between her and the three, and I was leaning to Dookie yep. Devil, but I just want to clear up for the punters at home. I'm changing my selection off Dookie Devil, and I'm now with Untapped after hearing how well she's going. Yeah, she is. Like she's, you know, I think she's going as good as ever. You know, we were trying to get her right for Sydney, but just yeah, unfortunately, when you're taking like your Super Australia and Zip and Kansas, mm. and you know, you've just got to be spot on. You know, and she's probably just a a run short of you know, been to be able to race in that company. and But she's, look, as I said, she's going as good as ever and she goes good at seeing there. Tell you what, mate, I think all of the punters that are, that are tuning into this uh, conversation, they'll be jumping on to all of the all-in markets for all the staying races. Uh, she was brilliant yep. throughout that Sandown Cup series and to know she's coming back maybe even better is, is a scary thought. What about yeah. the last race? Two runners in Aston Marvel, Spartan Legend. I've yep. tipped Aston Marvel. I've got a bit of time for this dog. He's got a, a big motor when he gets it all right. And I can see him just maybe missing the kick, slotting yep. onto the rail, and then when the whips are cracking, him coming through and getting the job done at a good price. Yeah, I hope you're right. Um, yeah, he's look. He's you know he's he's probably another dog. He's won nine races, and he's probably he um I would just say he probably gets used a bit. You know, like he's he's racing in pretty reasonable races all the time. You know, like and um you know he's just he finds trouble. You know, and when he gets things right, yeah, he can run. But um he actually trialed really. We all our dogs trialed down there. They've been down there the last couple of weeks and. He's he's going good, but just box five. So mm. and um, the other dog, he's got a big motor, Spartan Le- uh, Spartan Legend. You know, he's a, he's probably um, you know his couple of runs at Warnable have been really good. And um, but you know he's he tro- of all our dogs there the other night. I think he trolled the quickest. So wow. you know, but um, look, he's only had eight starts, and you know he's probably taken on a few dogs there. So got a bit more experience, but you know he's um. He's got ability. It's just a matter of him putting it together. Going to put the pressure on you, Drewy. Uh, best of the four, mate. You've said that Spartan oh. Legends trialing well. Uh, untapped is flying. It's going to be hard to pick yep. best of the four. But who is it? Oh. Um, no, I have something on the dog in race one at Warrnambool. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What do we got here? There's one. Um, <laughs> Race, race one at Warner. We'll have something on him, Ashton Skipper. Ashton Skipper. That's what I love about you, Drewy. You think outside the square, mate. I ask you for the best one at Sandown. You tell me there's something even better. We've got to go 300 k's to the west and get on at Warner. Yeah, I'm marking this yeah, one. Yeah. Race race one, number five, goes at 5.46 p.m. Thursday, Ashton Skipper. Skipper. Yeah, have something on him. You're a good man, Drewy. Thanks a lot for coming on, mate. We'll be getting you on again after all that advice. Cheers, mate. Good. See ya. And there we have it. That wraps up another episode of the Greenlight on Premier Racing podcast. If you want to know more about the great sport of greyhound racing, follow GRV on the socials or head to grv.org.au. Everything you need to know about greyhound racing in Victoria there. Until next time, punters, safe travelling and happy punting.